How's it going, all of our human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your other host, Liz. And if you enjoy podcasts where we don't know what we're doing half the time or 70% of the time, well, you're in my spot because we're going to be doing the next hour or so. Or so. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were about to cheers me. No, I would. Why would I cheers I don't, you? Because I don't know, because you love me and you, you want to make me happy. Not that way. I think cheers is like the dorkiest <laughs> thing you can possibly do. There are times I forcibly cheers them. Like I take his glass that's just sitting there and I cheers it with mine. Yeah. No, it's just like, I don't know. I don't see the whole big hop up with like, oh, cheers, cheers. It's like, dude, just like drink your drink your stuff. Drink. Stop it. Because it's just to like make a nice moment. Acknowledge, moments, it's acknowledging the moment, acknowledging that where you are. Moments are fleeting. And why would exactly. I want to Why would I want to waste my time clinking glass in that moment? Because it's just, I don't know. It just makes it a moment. No, nope. No, I'd rather take that moment. I feel like to... it's just like your way of acknowledging, like, oh, this is a nice moment. No, not for me. It's just like, this is a wasting time for me putting this poison into my mouth. Could cheers water. It doesn't matter. Oh, no, definitely alcohol. not. Why would it cheers water? Because it's good for your body. Let's take, let's acknowledge this water that is nourishing that you, our body. You sound aggressively white right now. <laughs> and I'm not appreciating it. <laughs> Cheers! Ugh. Cheers, water? Are you kidding me? I'm just saying you can. There's no law. That's aggressively white, and that's not that's that should not stand in 2022. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good God! Like I don't know. There's some things. It's like I say. I say it all the time. It's like my my hell is a room of white people. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's just I couldn't. I couldn't. I you can't. wouldn't be able to handle it. No. And that's the other thing where I just, um, oh, by the way, yes, I am drinking. I never thought I would go back to it, and it, it, and I knew I wouldn't like it, but I, I like pumpkin beers. You do. I do like a good pumpkin beer. You do. There, there was a restaurant we, we used to go into in New York, uh, Press, Press 195. I always get the numbers wrong. Yeah. But Press 195 that had a killer pumpkin beer. Like, they crafted it their own way. Mm-hmm. They had, like, a nice uh, uh, little cinnamon on, on the oh, top. Oh, yeah, they had a cinnamon sugar rim. Yeah, so it was nice. It was a good one. And so the only beer that I found, Floki, stop, stop, stop. No more licking paws. Can't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> but, like, the only pumpkin beer that's had something, because the rest of them are Oktoberfest, of course. Yeah. And Oktoberfest beers are great. Yeah, it's been really hard to find a pumpkin beer. Yeah. And not to say this, like, Oh, everybody needs to, because I know it's a niche market. Yeah, and no, I'm literally the only one on planet Earth that likes pumpkin beers. <laughs> um, Two Roads also makes a good pumpkin beer, but oh, I haven't. Really? Oh, Two Roads makes an amazing pumpkin beer. Um, oh, I do. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, so I haven't found that. The only one I found was um, Sam Adams. Yeah, would you really try not to buy that? Because, mm. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm gonna have like. A basic beer. It's gonna be PBR. Yeah. It's gonna be Bush Light. Like your your solid yeah. core. Yeah. PBR, Bush Light, Bud Light. Like your your core beers. Mm-hmm. Anything beyond that, that that is like that's like a simple beer that acts independent. Which Sam Adams, mm-hmm. I think, technically is independent. I'm pretty sure. Technically, technically, but it's speaking. very widely known, so it gets ranked with. Yeah. You know. So I, I I don't know. Like I just stay with the the, the core. Especially PBRs. I'm really getting into PBRs. Um, but yeah, no, like if I'm going to have that. And then, so I got it. I was like, okay, maybe. And I'm drinking it now. And I'm just like, uh, it's it's not bad. It's just, it's it's a, it's yeah. It's as close as you're going to get. Yeah. And that's the thing. Probably. Yeah, it is what it is. It's 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 decent. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I, in, my, in my old age of 31. Oh, I'm goodness. I'm starting to appreciate things a little bit more. Yeah. Who was texting me? Probably the person you just texted. Uh yeah. No, it is. It is. Cool. Um, I'll I'll text them later. Yeah. So But yeah, so we shall see. We shall see. About the Sam Adams. I don't know. Yeah. We're we're seeing about we're seeing Malin currently. It's fine. I don't know. Mm. I don't know, like, uh, so, I so I just recorded Strange Casts. Yes. And I was giving my review of the Life is Strange on 
uh, the Nintendo Switch on it. <laughs> and we were going other people's reviews of it. And people were giving it like mid reviews, like mm-hmm. 50s, uh, 2.5s out of 5s, right? Yeah. Like saying like, oh, the, the textures are awful in Nintendo Switch. Oh, uh, this blah, blah, blah. I'm just like I'm giving my review. I'm like it's fine. It's it's life is yeah. strange on the Switch, you know. Like and, and that's why I see it as it's kind of like I don't know. I see a lot of things nowadays. It's kind of like eh, it's fine. Yeah, and the thing is, like in the end, it's not they. As far as I know, they weren't promising it's gonna look better mm-hmm. or anything. They're just like, hey, it's on the Switch. Yeah, like that's really all it is. It doesn't need to look better. Yeah, it doesn't need to be enhanced or anything like it's like. Hey, look! This game you like is you can play on the go now. Yeah, exactly. It, it it is what it is. Um, I got I got nothing against it. I got nothing really good to say about it. Yeah, it's just kind of like eh. Same game, different system. Yeah, it exists. Exactly. I don't know. I, there's a lot of things. Like I said, like I don't know. I I I've, I feel like I've gotten way less critical of things over mm-hmm. the past couple of years. You know, not to say like yeah. I've grown as a person, but it's just kind of like I, I maybe it's maybe it is me growing older, or maybe it's because of the pandemic that I'm just like apathetic about a lot of things. Yeah, but I, uh, you know, I'm just more of like, eh, eh, it, it, it is know. what it is. It is what it is. I'm not, I'm not over excited about things anymore, but I'm not. I'm you're not, not gonna, you're not super judgy about stuff. No. You know, uh, like you don't hold a strong opinion. Yeah. Unless it calls for a strong opinion. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know. Oh, can you plug in the laptop? Yes. Didn't, didn't really do that. But yeah, no, like, I don't know. There's some things I know I don't like about things. There, there's some, there, there's definitely things that I'm just like, oh, I would prefer not to spend my time doing that or yeah. eating that or yeah. drinking that. Um, like Sam Adams beer. But and you're not going to get on Twitter and be like, Sam Adams is the worst beer of all time. You know what I mean? Can I just say Gen Z is the worst? Can <laughs> I actually say that? Can I say Gen Z is like one of the worst generations we've ever given birth to? Yeah. I don't know what gener- generation alpha is going to be, but holy cow. Gen Z. Here's the problem with Gen Z. Okay, first of all, they just cry and cry all over the Twitters and all over the Instagrams and all over the Snapchats and all over the TikToks, Mm -hmm. which, again, here's the thing about Gen Z. It's exactly what millennials did, but now we gave them a megaphone. Exactly. Millennials were no different from Gen Z. And but we had limited resources to be heard. Exactly. We had MySpace. Yeah, we had MySpace. So that's the thing. We we could be heard in our community, mm-hmm. but we weren't able to get worldwide on most occasions. No, we, we didn't try to go viral. The only thing viral we had was YouTube, and to get viral on that was We just... were still trying to get on AFE. Oh, yeah, that's that, true. That was our version of going viral. Was we tried to get on AFE most of our childhood. And that's the thing. They're going they're going viral on TikTok, Gen Z, as if they are the creators of what they're doing, yeah. calling out people. And I'm just like, bro, that was Gen X. That was millennials. Mm-hmm. We actually hated the man, hated corporate and America. It was a lot more difficult to get it out there. Exactly. Like you're talking about bands like Rage Rage Against Rage, blah, blah, rage Against the Machine. <sighs> you got this, babe. Yeah. I also have pretty bad allergies right <laughs> I now. Know. It's awful. But we we had bands like Rage Against the Machine, Rise Against. We mm-hmm. had we had a whole generation of trying to make a change in this yeah. world and make it better for for the public. And you know, past generations have failed, and yet Gen Z is doing the same thing, and yet they think that they're the inventors of what they're doing. Yes, like especially oh my goodness, the TikTok dances. Like, as if millennials didn't come up with their own dances. You can't tell me about the Dougie. You can't tell me about Superman. Yeah, you can't... it's it's more the fact that, okay. The Laffy Taffy. I don't remember that one. Oh, boy. I remember the name. I don't remember the dance. Do the Laffy Taffy. I don't have that one. Yeah. Um, But the difference is that our, the, the artists who had those songs created mm-hmm. those dances. Yeah. Whereas now it's just kids turning on music and they're like, oh, I'm going to create a dance. And it, it goes viral. Yeah. And, and honestly, our dances were better anyway, so. You know, Leon Lush, who's a YouTuber we watch, like made a great point. If like saying like, okay, let's say that 
China really is trying to take over our country, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it the best way to like create apps to try to lobotomize the young yeah, generation? Yeah, to like just make their brains mush. Yeah, brains mush and just so focused on like social media that they're no longer focusing on what's happening in the world. Yeah. That they're just concerned about their own issues mm-hmm. and what's like going around. Um like now 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 there's a new app. I I not new new, but like newer. Ever heard of Be Real? No. It is the most bizarre crap I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, because, I, again, I work with a bunch of kids, and they're just like, like, oh, but you might be real. I'm like, what the hell? What is Be Real? Oh, boy. Okay, so the Be Real timer goes off, and you have to, and, like, there's apparently there's a timer, right? On I Be Real. I don't like it. <laughs> I know. There's a timer. Oh, I think you have explained this to me, and I still don't get it. So there's a timer, okay? And it goes off. And, I, and, I, and I'm never going on Be Real, so I might be explaining this wrong, but it is the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Your phone's listening to a guest. Like it's oh, good. boy. But, um... but yeah, so like Be Real, it, the timer goes off, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then in that moment, it says, like, you have to show what you're doing. And so it uses your rear-facing camera and your front-facing camera. Yeah. And you have to take a picture of what you're doing at that time when the timer goes off. And the front-facing camera captures your reaction to the thing that's going off. And then you post it. And then other people react to your reaction. And and it's a never-ending flow of, like, you're just sharing of what you're doing in that time frame. And I never felt more old in my entire life. You know what life. we used to have to show what we were doing? What's that? Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. But you're posting your reaction to it. Like, you're going grocery shopping. Go, uh, and I'm like, what? Who cares the? about your reaction? I've never met, felt so old. I'm just like, bro, that if I was on Be Real, you would be so bored. I think the oldest I ever felt was when, and I think I've told it on here before, was when we were in youth group. And I would take the girls oh, yeah. to do the um, like after lesson discussion, and we talk and we would talk and like I let them talk about other stuff when we were done. We just kind of sit and chill till you guys were done, and we ended up talking about my prom. Mm-hmm. And I was showing them a picture of my prom, and I took mirror selfies because that was the year of schooling that I was in when we were all doing mirror selfies. Yes, and I had a mirror selfie at my prom, and I had so like of course yeah, I, in my hand was my camera, and I was looking in the mirror in the bathroom. And they're like, is that your cell phone? Yeah. I'm like, no, that's a camera. Yeah. I'm like, that is a digital camera. Mm-hmm. Had a memory card in it, and I would take it out, and I'd put it in my computer. Or I'd, no, there were, actually, originally, we would plug the camera into the computer. Yeah. Put the photos in the computer, upload them to MySpace, mm-hmm. and then caption every single one. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's just it. It's just like... They think that they are inventing society, mm-hmm. and yet, like they're they're really not. They're just they're just copying millennials, yeah. and, and they're in taking a new credit. fashionable way in a new fashionable way, and you're t- you're taking credit for it. Yeah, at least with millennials, we try to be as retro as possible, mm-hmm. and we knew it was retro. Yeah, we were purposefully. doing things retro we're like yes we know we're copying the 80s don't care exactly like (laughs) oh it's 80s night it's 70s night oh it's this like we were legitimately looking in the past yeah and we're just saying like oh that's so cool whereas they wear 70s clothes like isn't this so cute it's like yeah and it was cute in the 70s too yeah exactly like they they think they're inventing it but like the the whole thing with hipsters you know they they looked at the the whole fedora thing and Mm -hmm. The, the little strap, like, we're, we're like, oh, let's go back to the roaring 20s, you know. And you had to hunt for those things. Yes. Like, you had to go to vintage clothing We, we went to thrift stores, stores yeah. yeah. We went to thrift stores, vintage clothing stores, things like that. Or you had to hunt for a specific store that would sell exactly what you were looking for. Yeah. There was even a hat that we wanted to get you originally for our wedding when it was going to be in winter. Yes. That was next to impossible to find a hat. Now it's at every Kohl's. Exactly. It's so annoying. Yeah. And that was only six years ago. Yeah, exactly. No, um, man, Gen Z is just, it's too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Like, Gen Z is way too much. Like, I can't handle it sometimes. I'm just like, oh, boy. Okay, well, here, here's the thing. And I know, and I know millennials to Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. 
they're just like, well, millennials are a lot to handle. Like they're they're just complaining about student debts yeah. and, and, and the housing crisis. And, and I know the generation before us thought the same way about us that everything's so easy for mm-hmm. us and all we do is complain. Like I know for a fact. Yeah. That I, I mean, we lived through it. I remember everyone being like, oh, millennials. Mm-hmm. Like everyone complains and they still complain. Everything's still millennials. Yeah, everybody is. All millennials are full grown adults now. Every single one of us. Millennials are going to be the forgotten middle child of history. I'm already that. Yeah, I know. But like, think of it. <laughs> no, I know. Because like baby boomers and Gen X. Because we like... were the in-between. We had a bit of the old way of doing things. We were we grew up learning technology with the rest of the world. Yeah. Like we had computer classes as an elective in elementary school. Yeah. You know, we we grew up with technology, mm-hmm. whereas Gen Xers were born sitting there playing with their parents' cell phone. Mm-hmm. My cousins, I remember growing up, I would just hand them my cell phone and they just do whatever on it. But they they got to, you know, th- those kids, they get to a point at now their kids are five years old that could probably work my phone as good as I do. Yeah. You know? And yeah. It's really scary to think of. I know. <laughs> yeah. So Generation Alpha is going to be the ones after them. And it's just like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't really care. I'm just here trying to pay off my student debt, try to get a house somehow. And I don't know. Try to pay for gas because gas is rising up oh, again. I know. Gas is raising up, dude. Like, what the hell? I oh, can know. someone tell me if COVID has spiked again? I don't know. Because I we were at the grocery store the other day and there were a lot of people with masks. And we live in North Dakota. Yeah. And there's not a lot of masks out here. No. And the fact that I saw like maybe four people in the grocery store that night, I was like, "Yeah, have I missed something?" I don't know. We're still we're still living in the pandemic, and I'm tired. And mm-hmm. and again, we were watching the bonus episode of of Nintendo, and even even Bob's like, "I'm I'm regressing at this point." Mm-hmm. He's just like, "I'm not looking forward to anything new anymore. I'm just yeah. regressing to like the old things to make me comfortable." Mm-hmm. And it's just like, "Yeah, I feel the exact same way." I just yeah. like, I'm not really excited for anything new coming out mm-hmm. at all just want to sit in my bubble and watch and do all the things i did when i was like 16 yeah <laughs> no it's uh it's a little wild so yeah it's it's nice it's so cool i still haven't started my the full length album yet Have, haven't started there's a lot That's of things okay i know there's just a lot of things in motion right now at work yeah i'm just like okay yeah there's just a lot going on it's a lot um uh, yeah, I hate corporate. Yeah, it's no fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's I I I am going to be starting soon. It's just there's a lot of moving pieces right now, mm-hmm. and I hope it all is over pretty soon. Yeah. And it's just exhausting. There there is a a new fall menu, mm-hmm. in a salad place, and all the white women. Oh yeah. Are just taking all of my stuff. And making my prep list so freaking long Mm -hmm. because it's all the white women coming into my store and saying, like, fall salads. And they all have their Ugg boots on and their stupid big sun hats that they call a fedora and their tan jackets and saying, oh, squash. And it's like, oh, get out of here. Stop it. (laughs) Go over there. There's soup. There's real sandwiches over there. It's yeah. time to get hearty, woman. It's time yes. to put on some we weight. We live in North Dakota. It is time to build that layer of fat we need to get through the winter. And that's what I mean. Just like, oh, my goodness. Like, so okay, so, so far, the jobs that I've worked here is a coffee stand and a, and a veggie place, right? Mm-hmm. A salad place. And the white women I've encountered, <laughs> just give yourself a break. Holy cow, like I am all in for health, but I will eat a lasagna every now and again. Yeah. Like some of these women, like I'll just say, they'll say, like, oh, I'll take a sugar free latte, uh, less milk. We need skim milk. I'm like, I'm out of sugar free vanilla. The, and they just freak out. Women are so judged, though, when they get fatty things. I, I, I know that and I understand that, but I won't judge them. I'm like, hey, girl, it's fine. But they don't know that. Put on some pudge. It's cool. It's also, okay. Also, they have at your place that you are now currently, you ha- they have, they're staring in the face of a young, yeah. 20-year-old, fit, healthy young girl Yeah. who is serving them. And they're going to go up to them and be like, 
I want pie. Yeah, I told them. I told these kids, man, like, like, hey, listen, I got to sit down. My calves are just mm-hmm. burning up. And they know that I work out a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, what? Oh, did you work leg day? Oh, did you do that? I'm like, I'm going to answer you with one one answer. I'm 31. Yeah, exactly. Like, things just happen. Yeah. And it's just like, I work out six days a week, uh, like five to six days a week. I eat healthy. I have a, a new mattress. And sometimes I will just roll out of bed. And, and everything hurts. Ah, I feel like I have scoliosis yes. all of a sudden. Yeah. And I'm just like, how does that happen? It's called being past the age of 20. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just happens. Yeah. And, it's not, and, I, and, I, and I don't want to say in a way of just like, you can't be fit after 20. It's more from what I'm understanding. Because back in Long Island, I loved the gym I worked out mm-hmm. in because there was people past the age of 50 and they were still like they going still strong. went hard at the gym. And I and I loved that. And I love talking to them about that. And it, it's just like um like like talking to these like grown men mm-hmm. about staying fit past 40, right? Yeah. Um and it's more of just like, hey, you can run a 5K, but at 20 years old, you're running a 5K. At 30, you have ankle weights on. Yeah. And at 40, you have ankle and like yeah. wrist weights on. Like when it, you're still running it. Yeah. It's just like you got a little bit of extra on you. Yeah. When I got out of college, I was between graduating and moving in with Adam and getting married. I was working at David's Bridal and I was like, I, I want to work out. I want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So I would work an entire day at David's during um, Bridal Christmas, which is mm-hmm. like right after valentine's day through like june yeah and i do that and crazy barely maybe didn't even get lunch i'd leave work down a granola bar and then i'd go to the gym and i'd run a mile and i had just started that i wasn't used to working out wasn't used to doing Mm -hmm. all that and everything and that was when i was 22 yeah i think yeah i was 22 Mm -hmm. now i just started to try and do cardio last week yeah I, I so my I was supposed to do this like whole circuit three times in a row. Yeah, I did not do everything on that circuit because my body wouldn't let me. I honestly wanted to throw up after like the third one. Yeah, and I didn't even do three. I did one circuit of everything I could do, and then I did yoga, <laughs> and I was so sore that that day and the next day. Yeah, like and that's the difference between being twenty two and just being able to be like, yeah, let me jump on a treadmill and run a mile. Yeah, for no and I didn't. Yeah, I basically ran a mile straight back then. Yeah. It took me a while, but I did it. Now, you've seen me try and run mm-hmm. a few times. I can't breathe. I can't. My body cannot carry me that long. Yeah. And I'm the same way, if not lighter. So it has nothing to do with my weight. Mm-hmm. It's just that my body is taking so much longer to get used to. Yeah, 22, you're at the aquarium? No, 22, I was at David's. I just graduated. Oh, yeah. The when aquarium was... <sighs> 20 to 21 that summer because i was gonna say that was i was gonna say your worst weight yeah i would say that that was my heaviest was working at the aquarium and that's because i was working at the aquarium all summer i was getting on the train early in the morning i would take the train all the way downtown take patco across the bridge get to the aquarium work there all day probably eat some junk for lunch Mm -hmm. from the food court yeah and then take the train all the way home like i would be like it was not a healthy lifestyle no um and I was in college and I was working a tech crew and so I, I was eating Taco Bell for dinner all school year. And not to say is like I was fit all of my life. Like I was 350 pounds at yeah. one point. Um, and that's the other thing. Like they, they say like, like, oh, yeah. And like, pff, like I tell them like, man, I cannot wait till you're all just old. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I still have knee and back problems. I'm like, listen, man, I had back problems, too, when I was your age. I had back problems because of my weight. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I was past 300 pounds. I had massive back issues. Yeah. Now I am 200 pounds, and I still have back issues. But yeah. the, it's just, st- I slept wrong. Yeah. And now my back hurts exactly. for the whole week. Yeah. My entire week, my lower back was just, like, killing me. Mm-hmm. And, again, I eat healthy. I work out. Uh, I get enough sleep. I have a new match. Nope. It's just like things happen. You turned weird in your sleep. Good luck with that. Uh, Epictetus, who was um, who was a philosopher, once said that um, we are a tiny we are a tiny soul. I think it's small soul. Either either way, we are a soul carrying a corpse. Yes. 
And in the Stoic philosophy, you know, you're all about of what can you actually control? Mm -hmm. It's not your events that happen to you. It is not uh, the job you are working. The only thing you can capture, the only thing you can do is your attitude, the way you react to things. Mm -hmm. And even Stoic philosophers, philosophers, (laughs) I have bad allergies. My nose is stuffed and I'm trying to pronounce words. Um, But even Stoic philosophers um, hated the body. Because yeah. you can't, there's some things on your body that you can't control. Mm-hmm. And that, that goes into aging right now that I will do all of my can to preserve my body. And there's just my body. I There's some things I just can't control. Yeah. Like my back not hurting. Yeah. Just sometimes. Oh, like my calves are on fire. Yeah. And I could be just sitting down or like, oh, my calves hurt. And just like, mm-hmm. and that's why Stoic philosophers they were very much the um the trichotomist of the body the mind and the soul right mm-hmm. you can control your mind like build that mind like yeah. read more you can preserve your soul by like reacting to things in the right way yeah you can't control your body your body's just you can do your best but in the end it's going to do whatever it wants like i eat healthy i work out in the best way i can mm-hmm. four or five days a week and it still it doesn't it doesn't want to lose weight at the rate i would like it to it still craves cake even though i don't have cake for months on end and yet it's like we want cake yeah like what oh no fat adam comes out all the time (sighs) fat adam be coming out a lot we we were just watching the documentary on the redeem team Mm -hmm. on uh in the uh nba olympics right well not the nba olympics but the usa basketball in the olympics and they were bringing out some gold medals and immediately in my head like is that candy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and that, that was like oh that's just gold medals yeah. i don't want to boring there was another time where you had some like i had we had gotten in the car to yeah. go to adam's mom's house from new york yeah and i got when we moved to new york we were going to stay there for 10 years and everything so i traded i got a new york easy pass mm-hmm. i got our old easy pass yeah and i was like oh we're going to go up near harrisburg anyway i'll just drop off our pennsylvania easy pass at the location rather than risk sending it in the mail right so they said to wrap it in tinfoil so that the sensors don't catch it when you're driving through which makes sense yeah so i had the easy pass wrapped in tinfoil and in the cup holder yep and adam's like a sandwich <laughs> i literally like you like, probably a sandwich. He thought i wrapped him a little treat for our three-hour road trip to his mom's house i was like a sandwich i was like no it's the easy pass i was like man (laughs) that's not a sandwich (laughs) oh that was the best i was i was so happy i was like my wife made me a sandwich for our road trip yeah (laughs) and no it's easy i was like oh (laughs) so yeah fat adam comes out every now and again yeah um and that's not a problem it's just like i know my family is like very prone to heart disease yeah you know there's some like really healthy people who are overweight Mm -hmm. and they're still doing fine yeah um i just know that like my for heart disease Mm -hmm. is very very um prevalent in my family because my dad died Mm -hmm. of heart problems. problems his dad died of Heart problems, and I am the. And you descend- have it on both sides. I have it on both sides, so I'm deciding to be like more disciplined with mm-hmm. my diet, and that's why it's not. It's not that like I don't like like oh you you have to eat you have to live sometimes. I'm just like listen, man. Like like I I want to live <laughs> like I want to yeah. live. So like if I eat too much, like I'm prone to like yeah, and that's dying of heart disease. I I. I'm very fortunate to have you in my life because yeah. I'm still working on self-control. Yeah. Um, money is a big motivator for me because since I don't like, I don't like spending it. I won't like, I, I wouldn't buy certain yeah. things, but I don't have that level of self-control. And I know that mm-hmm. if I was on my own, I'd be like, Oh, I'll just get Wendy's tonight. Yeah. I'll do that. And with you, heart disease for me, it's diabetes. Yes. I have it on both sides. The people that I most take after on my, in my family, all have diabetes 
Yeah. I'm going, I, I 100% know I'm going to get diabetes at one point in my life. Yeah. I'm aware of that. My goal is to hold it off as long as possible. So yeah. I, we don't keep ice cream in the house. We don't keep sweets in the house. I don't bake a lot because I, I don't want us eating that all the time. Yeah. Um. Right now at this point, if I bake something big, I'm going to send it to work with Adam mm-hmm. <laughs> so that it's not in our house. Yeah. Um. But like, we just don't have a lot of sweets. We might have sweets maybe once a week. Yeah. Um, and when we do have sweets, we try and make them as organic and clean as possible. We don't, we try not to have that like chocolatey, wonderful goodness. We don't have ice cream that's like full of sugar and stuff. Yeah. You know, um, we have like Lenny and Larry cookies maybe once every other week. Yeah. And that's it. And that'll be our treat. Yeah. Um, no. And, and like going back to stuff, philosophy is just kind of like, like I can control me not overeating. Exactly. Like I can control that. Yeah. Um. Like I don't have to react to an entire an entire smorgasbord. Yeah. By eating all of it. You can't control what you crave, but you can control if you feed the craving. Exactly. Like I can't control what my body wants mm-hmm. or how my body reacts to even if me like controlling my my uh, my appetite. Mm-hmm. Like my body might still die of heart failure. Yeah. No matter what I do, I can control that and I can prevent it. Mm-hmm. But I can't control that. Like someday, you know, I might die. I yeah, might. You can't control that when you get to your fifties and sixties. You might get a heart attack simply because it's in your genetics. Yeah. That you're gonna have heart problems. I'd rather be eaten by an alligator when I go though. No. I'd be like ah. No. That would be my last what? words. That would be amazing. No, it wouldn't. You're going to be screaming some other woman's name when you die. But you have to remind me. It's like, Adam, yell Deborah in, in Ray Romano's voice. I'm going to remind you. I'll be eaten by an alligator. I'm like, ah, Deborah. And I'll be, that'll be my last words. And I get eaten. You know, going, gum, gum. Where are you swimming that you're going to be eaten by an alligator? Listen, man, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You you expect me to understand. Tomorrow, we're going to get an alligator in North Dakota. I'm just saying, I don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years, dog. Like, could be, I don't know. I you're don't staying know. home anytime we go on vacation. No. I'm like, oh, friendly alligator. I'll go pet him. And, I'll, and the next thing I'll be like, Barbara. No. 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 And then I pass away. Because of alligator bites. No. Chomp. No. And an alligator could literally crush your ribs. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's why I have to say it before it gets to the ribs. Like, he'll be, like, like right there. He'll bite my arm. He's making his way to my ribs. You're not even going to fight this alligator off. You're just going to let it chomp down on you, starting at your arm, where you could easily get away. Listen, man, it's been a hard two years. I've, I've given up at this point. So if an alligator wants to go to take me out, I'm like, yeah, it's, you know. You think I'm just going to stand there and watch an alligator eat you? I don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years. Oh what if God. I say something stupid and you'll be like, Speaking yeah. Speaking of cravings, you know, it just came into my head. Ultimate fries? Close. Oh. Cheese fries with ketchup. What the? What? That's what, So at my, at my club, at the... Um, at don't with. put ketchup on it. No, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. I know no, what sh- I'm talking you, about. You I'm really, a, no, seriously, liter- you don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm literally a cook for a so living. Do you remember with Snowming cheese fries? Yeah, I understand. Do you remember how amazing they were? Yeah, I. So, shush, you still don't know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking no, you about. Because it's amazing. Because I've seen you eat it and it's <gasps> disgusting. It's so good. No. <gasps> wrong. Everyone at Wiss used to do this. It's so this is, is a playground that I used to play for. My family was very involved at this yeah. playground with all the sports and stuff because my dad no. like ran the soccer league. And literally everyone at this playground, it was just a thing that we all did. We all like everyone okay. put ketchup on these no. cheese fries. They were so You are not in the right here because you also ruined your waffles. I didn't ruin them, I made them better. No. Describe them again. We said in the podcast before, but you're so you put the ketchup on the cheese fries. You put what on the waffles? Okay, so you get frozen waffles and you toast them. Yeah, immediately I'm, wrong. Eggo waffles. I probably weren't eggo. My family couldn't afford eggo. Great. So they're just generic waffles <laughs> yeah. that you just doused so, in calories. Yeah, I did. I actually didn't like it on fresh made waffles. It was not right. Yeah, oh, great. That anyway, because I goes are are like frozen waffles are really crispy. They're like thin and crispy. 
Uh-huh. So what you do, you, you you toast the frozen waffles. Yeah. Okay. You, you toast them in a toaster oven because toaster ovens are superior. The- um, we'll get to that later. So toast them and then you take them out and you put butter on them. It's melty butter. It's there and it melts. And even if it doesn't, it's still really good. Then you get peanut butter. You put peanut butter on them. And that's good because then the butter kind of brings up the peanut butter. So it's not like sticking and all gluey in your mouth. It makes it kind of smooth and nice and like chills it a little bit. So the butter, so that the peanut butter doesn't melt. Yeah. Um, And then you put syrup. And then sometimes you put chocolate chips on top of it. You sound like Nick Cowell Avocado right now. But it's so delicious. No, it I was mean, wrong. You, Every I mean, person that say, we okay, discussed this to, you and you're just, they're just like, oh, and, and you're just defending it as if you're in the right. Everyone in my family likes it. Great. Your family. Your, your family <laughs> well, was. You see, that's what I was going to say. Emily, you said you sound like Nick, whatever. Nicado. Nicca, Nicado Nico. avocado. Yeah. Um. Yeah, have you seen my family? Yeah, I know. <laughs> the fa- the side of the family that made these waffles. Have you seen them? I yeah. told you we all have diabetes, right? <laughs> That's what I mean. It's just like, oh my god! Like some of the things that your family does, I'm just like, oh yeah, we made. My family has made the most unhealthy things. My nan took a very healthy vegetable, and I don't know who made this in my family. I don't know where she got it from. She takes a cauliflower head. Yes, cauliflower head. Yeah, and she covers it in like cheese and mustard. And it is so good. But that's the thing. She your took a, dad, a perfectly healthy thing. Your dad orders a cheesesteak without the cheese and then puts ketchup and mustard oh, on it. Oh, that's so good. That's what I was thinking. When I told you I was craving, no. when I told you I was craving a cheesesteak the other day, I was craving it with ketchup and mustard. And I didn't tell you that part because I didn't feel like having this discussion again. No. Okay. <laughs> just before this all happened, I was just saying I'm not critical about things. Did- Until it comes to the food my family ate. It's just so wrong. It's so good. And your dad had like always has this argument at the ready. I know. And I was like, no, because he's like, he still makes that argument. Someone brought it up when I was there for my sister's wedding and he made the exact same. He's like, well, do you like McDonald's hamburgers? And I literally said, no. He's like, oh, because they put ketchup and mustard on them and it's beef. I'm just like, no, dude, no, (laughs) stop. Good. I love ketchup. Now, the fact of not putting cheese on it, that I don't understand. I can't have cheese, so I put mayo on it as like a texture replacement. But if I could have cheese on my cheesesteak, I would. But he doesn't. I know. I don't understand that. He does it all the time. wrong. I don't understand that. I think that is wrong. I 100% agree with that. Something your family also does, like they think that like your family is the world, is culture. Oh, we live in a bubble. You all live in a bubble and then you got cultured. That's the problem with being so close to your family. Yeah. So my family, I didn't know until I went to college that people aren't always close with their cousins. Yeah. Whereas like I basically grew up with my cousins. Like anytime school was out on a Monday, my family got together and we had lunch. Yeah. We saw my mom's side of the family probably at least once a week, once every other week. We saw my dad's side of the family every once in a while, but they were older and kind of spread out. But like my young side of the family, my mom's side, saw them every time. My mom's extended cousins saw them every summer. Like my mom's family is all very intertwined on both her mom and dad's side. Like we all, they all grew up so close. And I think that's why I think they all just like, think that's a whole world because like they only ever hung out with each other and all i only ever hung out yeah with my cousins yeah i don't i don't understand that i don't get that <laughs> i don't get that about you and your entire family like like here's the thing you get so shocked like your entire family gets so shocked when you encounter culture like literally and i'm not even talking about like like the world outside of the USA. No, I mean like culture as in like you step outside of like your front really door. Anything outside of Philly or South Jersey, we have no idea it exists. Yeah, like it is amazing to me. Even just like regular everyday tasks. Like I would do something that like this is how my family did it. This is how I learned how to do it. I can't think of any examples right now. I'm sure you can. But like I was like I literally didn't know there was another way to do it. Yeah. I can't think of any examples right now but I, when we first got married i would do something and you're like liz what are you doing it's just you still do things like it and i can't <laughs> recall and it's like no there's things that there like there just are, ways of completing a task and adam's like what are you doing like there, like your family it, it's just kind of like there's other ways to accomplish the task and if you just talk to people 
Like you'll you'll find out other ways and other methods to do the same task. And it's just I mean, like, there are some ways that I'm just like, no, I still like this way better. But no, like there's some things in your family. They're just like, but this is how we did it. I'm like, and it's not even like a stubbornness either. No, it's just, just kind of like, like, but, like, but this is what I was taught. Like you, you are trying, you're all trying to compute <laughs> and you're like, but this, this is what duh. See, you're making us sound stupid. We're not stupid. I'm not saying you're stupid either. I'm just I saying know, it's like it's not, we're not. I'm, I want to explain that to other people. It's like we're you're short circuiting. We're not stupid. We just like grow up in our bubble. Yeah. And I think that also comes from part of that neighborhood effect where my, where where we grew up. Yeah. Um, you and I both. Now, keep in also mind, my family was not any better. No. When I introduced them to Adobo. It was like I was in a... Their minds were blown. Yeah. It was like the 1700s that I came back from like a foreign land from a new spice. I think that came a lot from the 80s neighborhood mind. I guess. Because when you grew up... So what's your excuse? Well, we already said that. My family doesn't talk to other people. Yeah. Outside. But so my family, they grew up in a very tight-knit neighborhood. Yeah. Um, They only discuss things with those families in that neighborhood. Yeah. And then they grew up and they still just talk to only their families and people from that neighborhood, even though they had moved. So they all grew up doing the same thing. And the other people they talked to in their neighborhood were their cousins who also lived in that neighborhood and their friends who all they all did the same things the same. And then they never like my family just only ever talked to their cousins and their old friends. Yeah. When they grew up. So I think that's what happened to my family. And that and sure. it's the same thing, like I can tell by the way your family talks, is that their neighborhood was similar, where it was like, oh, they knew everyone, they did it this way, and these things, they had their traditions. Yeah, they're they're all shocked when we do something different. Yeah. Which is why I was never really close with my family, not too yeah. much. I wasn't really close, and I just kind of like did my own thing. Um, But yeah, And no. you were raised in a very different area than the rest of your family. Yeah. So that's why it happened, whereas I grew up three miles from our, where my parents grew up yeah and i still only ever talk to my family <laughs> and i will say like out here in north dakota like i said the racism out here mm-hmm. to take for a big example it's not very blunt like it is in other areas it's just very huh they they don't they don't know they just yeah and that's the thing it's a, it's the same thing where it's like they yeah. just don't realize what they're saying is wrong. Like like when we watched this past season of Big Brother mm-hmm. and uh Kyle yeah was pretty racist but like he But he didn't realize he was being like he wasn't saying anything <coughs> that was like big outlandish like he purposefully said this. And he's he from just, Utah. Yeah, he was just talking. He was just he talking. Was, like he didn't realize that he should have thought of a different way of presenting the idea or maybe not presenting that idea at all. Yeah, and wasn't even like it, it it was just like all the people were just like Kyle, like you can't say things like that. Yeah, and he's just like, wait, I I was a racist. They're like, yes, Kyle, you were kind of racist. Yeah, and and he just like that's how it is in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Like I'll talk to these people, and it's just kind of like, dude, you can't say stuff like that. They're and like, they don't understand why. They don't understand. Like they literally, it's. I don't know how to put it. It's just kind of like wild where it's just like it's very naive mm-hmm. in the South. They know they're racist and they're and they own that. They own it. <laughs> That's why we would never move to the South. Yeah. Um, in the Northeast, it's very much cultural mm-hmm. kind of racism. But here in the Midwest, it's just kind of like, wow, they just don't know. They just. Yeah, they just. Do not know. They just say things and they don't realize you can't say that anymore. Yeah. Or ever. Like, well, yeah. It's, I'm like, wow. Okay. That's, this is different. But it's like a bubble out here. It very much is like a bubble. Um, but no, it always shocked me. Like, your, your family's just like, but this is how we did it. Yeah. I wish you could come up with some examples. Yeah. I can't I remember. I can't remember them. Yeah. I can't remember any, but I just know it's just like, dude, like there's other things that other people do. Oh, boiling hot dogs. Yeah. Like you can't <laughs> like boiling hot dogs. And just like you can you can also cook them or you can microwave them. There are there. It's kind of like skinning a cat. There's in, a thousand ways. In my family, it was if you were cooking hot dogs indoors, you boiled them. But you can also or just you put microwave. them on the grill outside. You can just microwave them. It's well, fine. I did that too once when I got older and I got lazy and I didn't want to clean a pot. 
I would microwave it. Yeah. But it was still in water. What? Why? Because I thought that was a, I don't know. I just assumed. You could just put it in a microwave and just like watch so it doesn't burst and boom, you did a hot dog done. I didn't know that. I know. We just boiled them. This is what I mean. You're like short circuiting. You're just like, but I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. it's. I'm just saying. I can't explain to you why. It's just. I can explain to you because you're just that's like. That's what but, my family. That's what my mom taught me. It was she only ever boiled hot dogs. But like you get this. Or we put no, them no, you on get the this thing in your eyes where it's just like I don't know. It's just. It just have and <laughs> like you just I like. I can't explain it to you. You're like a sleeper agent, <laughs> and it's just like your your eyes go into like my family did this, and it is what it is. <laughs> That's the only thing I, that's popping in my head right now. I'm trying to think of other. But like things. your eyes literally change when you just say like, "My family did this." Like it's it's just like ingrained in your brain. It's like, nope, this is this is my script. I have to stick to this. Hot dog in hot water. That's also the only pop tarts I toast are like the ones with chocolate in them. I can't toast like a strawberry pop tart. That okay. Let's go back to like the whole toaster oven situation. Oh yeah. <laughs> we couldn't get an actual toaster because you claimed that. I don't know how that functions, I, but you could operate a toaster oven. So I grew up with a toaster oven. Yes. And there, when my when my mom's family would rent a house in, during, in the summer, yeah. that house had a toaster. And I found it very confusing because it's, it's, so it's most toaster ovens. The ones we had were the cheap ones. So they were easily laid out I, and they were all the same. So even if we got a new one, I knew how to work it. Whereas like a toaster, talking about? I just didn't get it. What are you talking about? You didn't get it. You there just, are numbers. So on a toaster oven. No, there aren't. Not No, on the toaster oven, when you're just making toast or a Pop-Tart, you put it in and there's like a dial. It's, you want this where it's so just... So it's on crisp. the toaster. Not on all the toasters. There are numbers. It was like one through eight. What does, that, what does that mean? Timer. See, I didn't know. It doesn't say minutes. It just says numbers. It says one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's your sleeper agent eyes. <laughs> there they are. And another reason why toaster ovens are superior is because you can do other things with it. I'm not disagreeing with you that the toaster oven is more superior, but your claim was like, I don't know how to operate a toaster. I'm like, it's literally just set it on like medium, test it out, put the lever down, boom, you're done. And then and when it's done, out? it pops up. Not all the way. I remember I've, it's so It pops up. But it'll, but okay, I've had Pop-Tarts break. Even getting it out of the toaster oven. Are you shoving your Pop-Tart in there? Just place it. Yes, I know. But like if you pick a Pop-Tart from the top when it's all hot and melty, it could crack. And then you end up with half a Pop-Tart stuck in the toaster oven. You're doing it wrong. Like, I've no, I'm just, I'm not. You're overthinking the toaster. I'm not saying that has happened to me before. I'm saying that I've had a Pop-Tart easily break in half. Because you're toasting it too long. I like a little bit of burnt on my s'mores Pop-Tarts. Put it over a fire then. Oh, that's not gonna do it evenly. Oh my god! See this? I'm saying I mean. toaster ovens are su- superior anyway. See, so it doesn't matter. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, but the <laughs> argument was I don't know how to operate a toaster. Toasters are confusing. They were not confusing. It's literally a dial and a lever. It's wrong. No, there's your sleeper <laughs> agent eyes. There's your family coming I out of your mouth like, like it's wrong. Like, I will accept a toaster, but, like, I promise you, I will burn whatever I'm toasting if I use a toaster oven. I will not get it where I want it. If you use a toaster, you mean? Like, you just said toaster oven. Oh, yeah, if I use a toaster. Because, and another thing, with a toaster oven, you can see it. So, if it's about to be burnt, you can just take it out. You can't see that in a toaster. Yes, you can. Just put your face over it. But you can't see the whole thing. Yes, you can. No, you can't. what? Yes, just look over it. Look in it. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. And, and again, the 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 discussion does not matter because a toaster oven is superior. So there's no point in having. There's a, a sleeper agent. On, it's just like my family. It, this is how we. I, I stand by my family's choice on having toaster ovens. Yeah. And even, I think even my cousins might have. No, I don't remember. Maybe my aunt did have a toaster oven. I don't know what my cousins had. But in my my particular household, we had a toaster oven and I stand by that decision. Like, never once in my childhood do I ever remember we have a toaster. We always had a toaster. It just oven. amazed me whenever I like talk to them. And it's just like, again, it's not stupidity. It's not, it's not like stubbornness. It's not, it's not something I can actually explain. There's no words behind it, 
But your family, it's it's not even like a cult We're either. We're very passionate about our decisions. And it's just like anything outside of that, it's just kind of like, that's unheard of. That's just not real. It's not real. It's a myth. It's like a unicorn. It doesn't real. <laughs> Bigfoot, not a thing. I'm not talking about Bigfoot. I'm talking about toaster. Yeah, same thing. Bigfoot <laughs> toasters, don't real. They're not real. Done. All right, moving on. We're going to go to the Jersey Shore. Bye. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we just. Yeah, that's the other thing. Vacation anywhere other than the Jersey Shore is like. What? Why, why would you do that? It's like we can go to the Alps. So like, like, okay, here's another example with my family. Yeah. I literally didn't realize there were beaches without boardwalks. Like, because I ever, growing up, I only ever went to Ocean City, New Jersey. That's yeah. where both sides of the family went. I think a lot of people from Philly yeah. went to Ocean City, And New I Jersey. bet you when he saw a beach without a boardwalk, you're like, this is wrong. I didn't say it was wrong. I said it was boring. It was Be- very boring to me. Goodness. Um, well, I was also, I think, like 12 or 13 the first time I saw a beach without a boardwalk. So, what, where, Where'd you go? I don't remember. Oh, okay. You were 12 or 13, yeah. I want to. I I know at one point we took Milo to a dog beach and yeah. it was just the beach. I don't know if there was a board. And that's the thing. There are beaches with boardwalks, but there's nothing on the boardwalk. So I'm like, why is there a boardwalk then? There's to, nothing on it. To walk on the boardwalk. But why not walk on the beach then? Because the hot sand. Where uh, I wouldn't say wear shoes. That's ridiculous. I don't. What? Know. It's difficult to walk in sand for miles. With shoes on. Miles? Like multiple miles? Well, a boardwalk is like three miles minimum. I guess. Goodness. Lizzie. So I see both sides on that. But again, when I was like 12 and I saw a boardwalk with nothing on, I was like, why? I know. Because your whole family just... Because again, I only grew up in Ocean City, New Jersey. And Ocean City, New Jersey has two amusement parks, a water park, and then like shops and like food stands. The Like almost a whole length. The last maybe three miles is houses yeah. and hotels, which is also nice to look at. Um, but most of the boardwalk yeah. is shops and places now, to be. Here's the amazing thing about you particularly. Yeah. And again, I want to, I want to very much put this like nail in that your family is, it's not stupidity. We aren't, yeah. It is not stubbornness. It is not, like cultish it's just kind of it, like more of just like this has worked for us for generations and, and why this is t- what we're doing here's what amazes me about you yeah in the past past six years we have moved state to state to culture to another time zone uh-huh you have experienced cultures mm-hmm. and you are yet still exactly the like this where it's just like <laughs> because but my- again you have stepped outside of your yes. house. I know, but listen, it's what I like what I just said. It's my family that we do things because the generations before us have tried and tested things and this is what has worked for generations. But then I, I try to start new traditions and you're like, but my family did this. I'm like, I, I mean, understand. No, it. Traditions I have been open to changing. Yeah, after like their second year of marriage. No, I our think? first year. You talked to me our first year. It was, it was not an easy one, though. No. No, it was not. It was it was a very serious discussion for us. Cause yeah. I didn't realize because again, when my parents got married, they kept very similar traditions yeah. as their parents. So I didn't realize that when you got married, you were supposed to create your own. Yeah. So I didn't know that. And that was something I, I but I, but you can't say that's something I didn't change. I right. won. I accept we have had chicken on Thanksgiving. We don't have tur- we only had turkey on Thanksgiving, maybe one or two years. Yeah. And I have I have and we don't have turkey on Christmas anymore. I know I have tried coming up with different meals for Christmas. But it still amazes me that you're still and you're like, but my family did this yeah. after because there are even oh. things that I have tried doing different. Than I'm like, oh, I'll try this or I'll do this. And I still don't like those other ways. I still prefer the way my family did it. Oh, boy. Because, again, generations have tested this. We, this is what works. Yeah. And this is what this is. This is good. It works. So I do it. Goodness. My family didn't really have. Well, like my family didn't really have traditions. I feel like your family had rules. Yeah, it was more rules and traditions. And yours, I think, has a lot to do with society rules. Because yeah. your mom grew up in Ben Salem. Like, yeah, we had like... Excuse me. Which was a newer area. Yeah, no, like it was just like... 
Not really, yeah, like rules or just expectations or like, yeah. the, no, this is how we're going to do things. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't really grow up with traditions. Mm-hmm. I just more grew up with like, like, of course, it's- like pickle on the tree. Yeah. Um, I, I grew up with like I always got a used gift on Christmas, so yeah, there were some tra- yeah. like things, but like, like my family, like you get the used. Yeah. Um, but gift. that was all of my mom. Like my yeah. my family didn't do it. My mom, my started family, traditions. Santa gave us all the fun gifts. The present for mom and dad was socks and underwear. Yeah. And that was it. And that was because they wanted Santa to be just the most magical creature to us. They didn't care that mom and dad looked boring because they knew we were going to get older and learn that it was all mom and dad all along. Yeah. Um, How which whimsical. I love. But I love that. And I want to do that for our kids. I want our kids to just like think Santa is just the most magical, amazing creature in the world. Yeah. Because I love that. That was the most amazing feeling to me growing up. And when I learned it with my parents that first Christmas and my mom got me this really beautiful jewelry box that I wanted so bad. And I didn't say anything because we still thought my little sister believed. So I just kind of turned around and like I smiled at her. And that to me, that's like a really nice moment that I'll always remember. Mm-hmm. Because like that was my first year knowing that it was my mom who got me that, not Santa. Yeah. And it was nice. Did they ever get you a toaster? Oh, why would Santa get me a toaster? Why would Santa give... Maybe. A child, a toaster. Maybe Santa gets you a toaster this year. So Santa you, better not get me a toaster this year. So that you may learn the true meaning of... throw it in the snow. ...of bagel toasting. Bagel. But here's the thing about toasters, is that there's actually specific ones that have a bagel button, okay? Mm-hmm. So that the outside of your bagel, like the actual crust, doesn't get toasted. It's just the inside gets toasted. So that you still have that soft bake on the crust... But, like, when you bite into the bread part, it's a little bit crispy. You know what does that on a toaster oven? The broiler feature. Because it only turns on Yeah, the broiler feature. Like, you're telling me that you couldn't figure out a toaster, but someone's supposed to figure out to, like, the broiler feature. It took me a while to figure out the broiler feature. Yeah, a while. But there's a button that says bagel on toasters. Bagel. Bang. Done. But when you have a toaster oven with a broiler feature, it's not just for bagels. Bagel toaster. There's also hot dog toasters. Did you know that? There's toaster ovens with hot dog spinners. No, but like you stick the hot dog in the little hole and it's very sexual. Yes, I have you, seen those and <laughs> it is really weird. Yeah, and you I prefer to in, never have that in my house. Heat up that hot dog you know right what? in the hole. Because you would, I feel like you would abuse that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, Liz, I'm going to make a hot dog. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the only time I get a hot dog and it's going to be like doused in sexuality. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah. But yeah, you know, they, there's toasters for everything. No. We can have like a like a toaster a collection. A toaster oven could cook a whole chicken. No, it couldn't. Yes, no, it, it could. Couldn't. No, it couldn't. Yes, it could. No, there a, whole, whole... a whole chicken. Yes. Do you understand how hot that thing needs to get and how long it needs to There cook? are toaster oven cookbooks that you can... Cook, you can cook a meal in your toaster oven. No, yes. I. I'm if you gonna, get a big enough toaster oven, yes. A big enough, yes. A but big even enough. our toaster oven, you can put a Cornish game hen in there, and it'll cook. No, yes. not not correctly. It's not a convection oven. It's gonna burn the thing. See, it's gonna that, dry see, it out. See, that's where your chef side is coming in. I'm thinking about making this thing edible. Goodness gracious! Yeah, no, pe- people are casual. I just, especially even at restaurants, are just like, yeah, I just do it like this. I'm like, no. Are you absolutely out of your freaking mind by doing that? Just like, yeah, it's fine. But, like, oh, my God. If, do not put a Cornish Gaten hen into your toaster oven. <laughs> it's going to dry it out and you're going to ruin it. I'm not saying it's going to amazing. I'm saying that it's possible. It's possible. I could also, there was actually a scientist on YouTube that figured out he could cook a chicken by slapping it enough times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the chicken gets cooked. But I'm not slapping my chicken until it gets cooked. It's amazing. You should look it up. Like slapping a chicken to cook. It's amazing. He made a whole robot that just slaps the chicken around. And he cooked it by Fun. by slapping it. Fun. Because of um, science. Yeah. Uh, kinetic energy. Yes. Good yeah. job. I'm going to end it there by slapping chickens in it's a hot dog. It's been an hour yeah, Already. slapping chickens Just and hot dog toasters. Just talking about my family's really weird things that we do. I'll try and think of more and share next week. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. So thanks again for listening to this week's What's the Biz. Uh, hope you had a good one here. Uh, toasters or toaster oven? You let me know. I don't really care because we have a toaster oven that we barely use. So thanks again for listening. Uh, hope you have a good one. Jesus loves you very much. Love yourself. Goodbye. Toodles.